The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey sis, welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Join the Girl Goodnight gang. You can find us on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All links will be in the episode description. Complete the form linked in our bio to be featured on the show and share your thoughts and opinions in the Girl Goodnight Land Facebook group. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girls, share the show and show us some love with the five-star rating and review. Our journals make the perfect addition to the show. View them and all of our merch on Etsy, link in description. Tonight, we'll be reading O, written by author Camille. To learn more about author Camille, check out the Blackberry series. All links to keep up with author Camille and shop her collection will be available in the episode description. His side of the story. Man, I'm telling you right now, I'm not trying to hear none of the bull about settling down and getting married. That's not me, dog. And I already hear the thoughts stomping around in your mind. He's a typical man. So, so what if I want to spend my life doing what I want to do? I don't have any kids. Why tie myself to a family in the headache of being constantly available for every damn thing? Women want too much. They want you to take them everywhere you go, shower them with gifts and compliments, pay attention to everything they say and like everything they like. The list just keeps going and it's exhausting because at the end of the day, men are only faking the funk and doing most of this stuff for sex. That's it. I said it. Threw my players card on the table like a big joker. Sex. That's all we want. Every man out there that's married just happened to get in the wrong bed and couldn't get out. He didn't want to stay. He got tricked. So be warned. If you plan on finding a happily ever after, he fell in love and they rode off into the sunset in this book, you need to find another read. Fellas, holla at your boy. I'm representing in this one. Ha, Lorenzo. Now, close your eyes. Take a deep breath and sleep in melanated peace. Episode 18. Man, I'm so tired. Nanny called me at lunch and asked me to take her and the divas to bingo tonight. There's supposed to be a large pot and of course they're trying to win. I get them all picked up and now I'm sitting here barely paying attention to the numbers being called out. I haven't been here since I was a young teenager. 
I gotten in a little trouble chasing tail, and for a month, Nanny had me drive them all every weekend instead of letting me hang out with my friends. Nothing has changed. Tables and tables full of people with cards and high hopes. You ain't even marking off the numbers. Miss Eula Mae fusses and reaches over to mark off I-25. Man, I'm not fucked up about this damn... Bingo! Miss Eula Mae jumps up holding my card and I look up at her confused. What? After she reads the numbers back, the host announced, Congratulations, you win $500. $500? I can't believe it. She took my card. And where is she going without that walker? Aw, oh, hell nah. Miss Eula Mae just jacked me. I turn and look at Nanny and she's grinning at me. I look around at Miss Pearl and she's giving me that head shake that says, You so damn dumb. Woo! Miss Eula Mae plops down in her chair again. That was fun. That was my card. I'm still in disbelief. She looks at me like I'm crazy and rolls her eyes. Here, little boy. She pushes $5 over to me. Stop crying. Five funky fucking dollars? One percent? Really? My nanny may have wanted that money. Before I can get worked up, a hottie comes over with new cards for the next game. What's up, baby? I give her that eye and she smiles at me. She fine as fuck, too. She got that good girl wanting to go bad look about her. Dressed in simple jeans and t-shirt, she thick as fuck. I have to catch myself before I start trying to talk to her with Nanny watching me. Hey, you need some more cards? Uh, what church you go to, baby? Miss Pearl interjects. Really, though? Miss Eula Mae joins the clowning. First Baptist? Uh-huh. Who the pastor over there? Miss Pearl might as well just say she doesn't believe the girl. My daddy, Reverend Lofton, ma'am. Oh, well, let me hand you your business back. Go ahead, Renzo. I get her name and phone number. I buy another round for the girls and take a couple for myself. This time, I turn back toward Miss Eula Mae and press my cards closer to Nanny. I can still see them, little boy. Nobody else in our little group gets another bingo, but when we get to the car, Miss Eula Mae splits all the money with Nanny and Miss Pearl, and they start making plans to go buy hats for church Sunday. We need you to pick us up before the mall opens, Nanny announces, counting her money. Mall? Who the hell said anything about me taking them to the mall? I just blew a cool Friday night at the bingo hall. Now they want me to give up an entire Saturday, too? What mall? I'm confused. McCain, Miss Eula Mae says. We want to go over to North Little Rock and look around. Look around? Hell no. The last time I took them to the mall, it was an all-day shopping trip, and we ended up going in and out of the same stores numerous times because they couldn't decide what they wanted or thought they would find something better and needed to go back after something they saw earlier. Miss Eula Mae dragging that damn walker around and Miss Pearl getting shitty with the cashiers. Nanny. Tomorrow is Saturday. You ain't got shit to do. Sunday is Pastor's anniversary, and we need new hats, Miss Pearl says. Now, normally, they wouldn't press the issue. They would get the hint I don't want to go and leave it alone. But Reverend Retard marches into the service with the mothers, so I know they want to look their best. What time? Nanny turns and looks back at Miss Pearl and Miss Eula Mae, and they smile at each other. They got me, and they know it.
episode 20. You ever had that feeling you were at the right place at the right time and shit just happened perfectly because of it? I met a female this morning at the donut shop over on Stadium. She was bad as fuck with the fattest ass, so I started flirting with her. Shit, I was not about to pass up that chance. Beautiful, that's what I call her. Ask me about the birthday cake that I'm picking up from the bakery. The cake is for some asshole at work, and since I was running late, of course, Schultz nominated me to stop and grab one. Shipley's has the best in the city, so I went with them. I lie to Beautiful and tell her it's for me, and watch as her pretty lips pull back in a gorgeous smile. Fuck if I don't want to suck on them. Happy birthday. She has a sexy-ass voice. It's a hair deeper than most women, what Nanny would call a singing voice. I tell her, you'll be happy if you spend it with me. She's got some huge titties, and I want to suck on them, too. When she doesn't answer me, I get impatient real quick. I want to know more about her. Did you hear me, beautiful? I can tell she's feeling me. Shit, I'm hoping I get to feel her, too. Beautiful giggles and pays for my cake and leaves. Wait, what? Nah, nah, I'm not going out like that. Shit, I follow her outside right up to her car. I know that she's going to need new tires soon. Her tread is looking a little thin. Thanks for my cake. I'm still admiring her ass in some blue hospital scrubs. Baby got back and a job. She says something over her shoulder and I open the car door for her. I'm Lorenzo. What's your name, beautiful? I'm standing closer than I should be, looking down at her, but that's all part of my plan. For some reason, I just can't let this one get away. I don't understand it and I can't explain it. I'm just going with it. She looks up at me and purrs. Corinne. I ask for her phone number, making up some bullshit about taking her out for my birthday. I see the wheels turning in her head. She's confused, and I'm wondering why. I force myself not to look at her breasts again. This shit is hard. Oh, really? How do you know I'm not married, Lorenzo? When she laughs, it's infectious, and I find myself laughing too. Damn, I like the way she says my name dragging out the wren in the middle. I try not to imagine her moaning it and fail. You're not wearing a ring. Yeah, I looked the moment I saw her. I don't need those kinds of problems. They are worth the headache. I don't care how beautiful they are. I'm not dealing with that kind of shit ever again. I could have a boyfriend. Damn, she does have a point. Yeah, you could, but you haven't mentioned him. I'm reaching, I know. A woman this fine has to have a man somewhere. You got a boyfriend, Corinne? I look into her eyes and see the truth before she speaks it. She's single. I'm ecstatic. No. Damn, I can't wait to kiss her. I explain to her that I don't want to spend my birthday alone. Are you married? Have a girlfriend? She doesn't bat an eyelash when she asks this. I see pain in her orbs and know some man hurt her and she's still recovering. That could be tricky, but shit. Nanny ain't raised no bitch. I'm up for the challenge. Nah, baby, I'm single. I smile at her again, attempting to ease her wariness about me. She surprises me, telling me she doesn't know me well enough to go out with me. She gets in her car. All this smiling, I just knew I had her. Well, I'm persistent, so I tell her how we can get to know each other if she gives me her number. She thinks it over. I'm in there. Corinne rattles off her number, and I know she's not expecting me to remember it. But guess what? 
I'm a cop. I remember everything. When she drives away, I stand there for a moment, holding the cake and dreaming of ways I can get her out with me tonight. After all, it is my birthday. I arrive at the Candela Grill early and sit in the car waiting for Beautiful to arrive. Yeah, I knew I was going to get her to go out with me tonight. I kept her entertained all day with funny texts and stories about work, so by the time I finally asked her again, she couldn't resist me. The moment she arrives, something stirs inside me. It's deeper than a longing and more like a need. When I get out of my vehicle, I notice she hasn't seen me, so I watch as she applies some lip gloss, and I wonder what flavor it is because I intend to suck all that shit off before the end of the night. I walk up to her car and tap on the window. You coming, or you gonna make me wait all night? When she opens the door, the first thing I notice is she looks sexy as hell in her tight little skirt and see-through shirt. She's got nice legs and those thick thighs got me thinking about what's between them. Damn, this is going to be a long dinner. I offer her my hand and help her from the car, pulling her in for a hug without waiting for an invite. We mesh well. Our body's a perfect fit. The embrace isn't nearly long enough to satisfy this craving I'm feeling. Thank you, Corinne says. You look nice too. I'm dressed in a simple pair of navy blue slacks and a light blue dress shirt. She reaches out to straighten my collar and it feels almost domesticated. I should be heading for the hills. I never wanted a relationship or a fucking wife, but within 24 hours of meeting this woman, I feel like she belongs with me. Inside the restaurant, the hostess is giving me the eye. She's a sexy little senorita and I give her a polite smile and place my hand on Corinne's back. Sorry, miss. Tonight, I'm taken. But if this doesn't work out, shit, maybe. I see the disappointment in the lady's eyes as she turns and leads us to a table and gives us a couple of menus. I ask Beautiful, how was your day? She smiles wistfully. It was good. Yours? It was horrible. We share a laugh and I tell her about cleaning out my garage. So, are you originally from here? She asks as I drink from the glass of water. I notice her eyes stay on my fingers and I look at them to see if I got some shit on my hand or something. Then it hits me. I move my middle and ring finger in a circular motion on the glass, just like I plan to do to her clit in a few hours. Her eyes shoot to mine and I smile and I tell her that I've lived here all my life. Wow. Beautiful clears her throat. That shit threw her off and I'm cracking up inside. The waiter returns and puts our drinks on the table. She's having a glass of wine, and I'm having a bottle of beer. He asks if we are ready to order, and I allow her to go first. I order what she's having. Beautiful tells me a little about herself. She's divorced and has two sons. She doesn't go into a lot of detail about their father, and I don't blame her. She doesn't know anything about me. So, I stick to safe generic questions and get safe generic answers in return. But there's one thing that she can't deny, and that's the sexual tension between us. If you strike a match at our table, the whole restaurant will blow. I see the way her eyes dart away from mine when I hold her gaze too long. I want Corinne to see how much I want her. That way, when we leave here, it's not a surprise. Will that be together or separate? The waiter asks, inquiring about the bill. Together, Corinne says and smiles. Okay, I'll be right back with your bill. Beautiful picks her purse up and I watch silently as she takes out her wallet. I don't even want to know what kind of men she's been dating, but no woman with me ever pays. Period. 
That's from my nanny on down to my little cousins. First of all, I don't treat hoes. So if I'm sitting across the table with a woman, then she's worth me spending money on. And secondly, I'm a real man. I don't need a woman paying for shit for me. Fellas, if you're of a legal age and your survival depends on a woman and your ass is not mentally or physically handicapped, you need to get your shit together ASAP. When the waiter returns with the ticket and places it on the table face down, I put my hand on top of it, surprising her. Crane gives me a sexy smile. It's my treat, really. She places her hand on top of mine. It's cold and I have two immediate reactions. First, I hear Nanny's voice. Cold hands, warm heart. And second, I have the urge to wrap it in mine until it warms up. I shake my head, take out my wallet and drop my card on the table. You already bought me a cake. I pay when we're out. I can tell that she doesn't like that. Her eyebrows slowly meet in the middle of her forehead and the expression is cute as fuck. But it's your birthday. Your birthday? The waiter shouts and I look up at him strangely. My what? Oh shit. I almost fucked up and told the truth. The next thing I know, the entire staff is coming out of the kitchen singing the Mexican version of Happy Birthday. They put a big sombrero on my head and I have to admit, it's funny. I'm cracking up at how much she's enjoying this. When it's time to take a picture, I pull her down into my lap and wrap my arms around her. Damn, beautiful feels good. Her ass is nice and soft in my lap and I want to see what's up under that skirt now more than ever. I'm biting the inside of my jaw trying not to get hard. Had a good time, Corinne says a few minutes later after we shared the free dessert and I walk her to her car. Me too. I stand close enough to her to see that her brown eyes are rimmed with gray. Thanks for making my birthday special. I want to kiss her and I can tell she wants me to. I'm just waiting for the green light. It was my pleasure. I give her that grown man kiss. The one that leaves no ifs, ands, buts, or doubts about what I'll do to that pussy. I move her up against the car and start moving my tongue in and out of her mouth as I observe her intently. When her eyes open wide and stare at me, I know she gets it. Come home with me, Corinne. Damn, dude, where did that shit come from? I shock my damn self. Coming off that shit with Avery, I shouldn't be so quick to give out my address. But my beautiful is different. Don't ask me how I know, I just do. I kiss her again, and she says the one word that is sure to make my dick shrivel. No. Damn, I thought I had her. I'm ready to step away, put some distance between us so I can say goodnight and mean it. Get a room. Aw, hell. Your boy is in there. I'm getting some pussy. I want to do a James Brown impersonation. Spin around, go down, and slide back up. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. 
Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 22. I got the king suite because I'm about to put in work like never before. Glad I ate because I know we about to burn some calories up in this bitch. My fucking mouth is watering thinking about what's under that skirt. I got all kinds of questions running around in my head. Does she shave? Does she like it hard? How big are her nipples? Does she give head? Or will I have to wait until the next date? Will she let me hit it from the back and make that ass clap? The walk to the room takes too fucking long. I want to snatch her up, throw her over my shoulder, and claim this pussy caveman style. But I walk as calmly as possible. She slows her steps even further. Aw, oh, shit. She's having second thoughts. If you change your mind, I can't even finish the fucking sentence because I'm too afraid she has. No. Beautiful's voice is so soft. I wonder how loud she gets. I'm going to make her sing like an angel. I'm about to put down the most important strokes of my life. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. I was feeling her before dinner, just from our meet in the text conversation. But after being in her presence, I know I'm not ready to let her go yet. I stick the key card in the door and open it for her. She walks in slowly and just stands there. Don't worry, baby. I got this. I wrap my arms around her from behind and start with her neck. It's a surefire way to get a woman warmed up. A little kissing, maybe some biting. That neck work works. My hands take on a mind of their own. I've been dying to squeeze her big titties all night and I finally have them. Is that me moaning? Damn, it is. Fuck. Just like the rest of her, soft. My fingers are shaking as I unbutton her shirt. How many fucking buttons are there? Why do women wear this hard-to-break-in shit anyway? She has on another fucking shirt? I pull it from her skirt, and thankfully she lifts her arms for me. Now we're getting somewhere. I move on to her skirt. Damn, baby got more than a little back. I get on one knee like I'm about to propose to the ass. Trust me when I tell you. I've seen my fair share of asses, and this one is at the top of my nice list. But it's the thong that does it for me. My God, this shit is sexier than a motherfucker. I pull her ass cheeks apart and release her. Yeah, I got my work cut out for me. Put your hands on the bed, beautiful. I watch her walk over to the bed and put her palms against it. She's trembling, just like that. My clothes are off in record time and I'm back on my knees trying to see what this thong tastes like. I put my tongue underneath it at the top and follow it all the way down. Damn, she's wet. The fact I know I did that to her makes my dick even harder. I try to push my whole face in her pussy, stick my tongue inside and twirl that motherfucker around, slurp on that shit like my favorite soup. Beautiful is moaning loud and that shit makes me work harder. I lift her leg, wrap my lips around her pearl, and suck until I'm rewarded with a mouthful of creamy goodness. 
Corinne is about to come. I feel her body tense up and I just keep doing what I'm doing until she works through her orgasm. Roll over, beautiful. I say and stand up. She's worked her way flat on the bed. When she rolls over, she starts trying to cover herself. Kind of shit is this? I just tongue fucked her and now she's shy? Corinne's eyes travel over me and I can tell she's pleased with what she sees. This body ain't store-bought. This motherfucker is well-groomed and cared for. I stroke my dick slowly and lick my lips. Move your hands. I want to see you. It's a demand. I'm not asking. Spread your legs for me. I keep my eyes on hers until she complies. I ain't the type of nigga that needs a woman to instruct me. Corinne is a beautiful woman, but I get the feeling she's not being told that enough. Whoever the niggas are she's been spending time with don't know what to do with her. Shit, I do. I got this. When my eyes travel back down to her pink center, I can't help myself. I go back to my feast. I make my tongue vibrate against her clit and she's trying to come up off the bed. I put a finger in her and test the depth and width. She's got kids, no doubt, but the pussy is still top notch. As I finger her, I watch her expressions and listen to her sounds. She has her head back and her mouth open, singing my favorite tune. I lay down next to her. You taste better than I imagined. The shit sound corny as hell, but she opens her mouth and accepts my kiss. Now her hands go to work, rubbing all over me. I want to taste her again, so I do. She's like a fine cognac and I can't get enough to drink. Beautiful is rolling around on the bed from side to side. I got her clit tender. Every little touch is going to make her tremble. I can't help but laugh as I grab a condom and roll it on. I hold myself at her entrance and she shifts her hips to accept me. Corinne feels so fucking good. Shit, I'm going to have to pace myself before I do the fool and shoot my shit too soon. Wonder if Mitch remembered to return that call from dispatch. Ooh, shit, this some good pussy. I gotta remember to pick up my suit from the cleaners tomorrow. Fuck, she tight. Schultz bitch ass probably will want to meet me again Monday morning. She's so fucking wet. Corinne is crooning for me again. I push her knees back and go deeper. It feels like her pussy is sucking my dick. I'm close to coming, so I switch it up. I roll over and pull her on top of me. Let's see what beautiful can do. Aw, shit. She's doing a fucking hula dance on my shit. Big ass titties bouncing. Damn it. I grab her thighs and pull her down harder. Yeah, ride my dick like that. Oh shit. She squeezes her pussy muscles and I'm lost. I bring her down on my chest, hold her there, and beat the fuck out of her shit. Yes, yes, yes. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. She's cheering me on. I roll her over and beat that shit up some more. Put one leg over mine and get as deep in the pussy as I can. She's coming again. I reach down, grab a handful of one of her titties, and squeeze. It's time to get the first one out of the way. Round two is starting in 20 minutes. She comes again and looks up at me with that. Did you come too? Look in her eyes. I shake my head no and roll her ass over. Doggy style. But before I knock the bottom out, I dip down and suck on that fat clit some. I run my tongue up to her asshole and twirl it. She gasps and whimpers. Hell yeah. I won't try it tonight, but next time. 
I ease my dick back inside her and give her the best strokes of her life. Corinne, your pussy feels so good. I'm squeezing her breast, biting her shoulder. Damn beautiful. Yes, Lorenzo, she suddenly shouts. That's my spot. She said my name. Oh, damn. That's my fucking kryptonite. I go wild. Close my eyes and allow the throbbing in my nutsack to work its way up. I write my name on her spot. I dig into her spot. Fuck up her spot until she's crying out and biting the fucking pillow. I run this goddamn spot. This ain't her spot no more. This is Lorenzo's motherfucking spot. I'm about to nut beautiful. Corinne throws her ass back at me and clenches her muscles around my dick. Fuck me. One minute I'm tearing the pussy up, and the next my entire body locks up and I feel like I'm being tased. Shit, all I need now is a 10-minute break and a damn beer. I pull out of her slowly, and I watch as her pussy continues to pulsate. Lying next to her, I watch as her eyes drift closed and I let out a deep breath. That shit was intense, even for me. When she looks at me, I give her a big smile. Yeah, I tore that pussy up, didn't I? She returns my smile, and I go to the bathroom to clean myself up and dispose of the used condom. Where you going, beautiful? I ask, returning from the bathroom with a hot, wet towel for her. She's getting dressed. The fuck did I miss? No woman has ever just got up after I put in that much work. Home? Did she say home? What the fuck? I'm not done. And I tell her that shit, too. Shit, I'm gonna have to go with the hands-on convincing. I wrap my arms around her, kiss her neck, squeeze her titties. We have all night. I remind her, shit, this room is paid for until 11 a.m. and I plan to use every minute making sure that when she leaves here, she answers my call on the first ring from now on. I really should be going. Corinne pulls away from me and slips on one of her shirts. I like you better naked. I smile. Damn, I'm begging. But shit, I don't care. I pull her down on the bed right on top of me, holding her in place as I push my hard dick into her abdomen. Yeah, I'm ready again. I really need to go. Corinne's voice is cooler, and I pull back to see her eyes. Will I see you again? Even as I ask, I already know the answer. This is it. She's not coming back. Of course. That stings. I don't know if it's the blatant lie or the fact that I feel I just got pimped that hurts worse. But this is some new shit for me. When the door closes behind her, I lay on the bed for a moment. The only thing going through my head is, how can I convince her to see me again? Episode 24. The next morning, before I'm even out of the door good, I try to call Corinne. She doesn't answer and I feel my heart in my balls. No worries. I'll just try again later. Trust me, a female like this is worth a follow-up call. And after what we shared last night, I know she will answer. Two weeks later. Damn, I really don't even know how I feel right now. I have my hands on a beautiful, intelligent, classy lady who makes love like a grown-ass woman and now she's ignoring me. What the fuck? I decided to go to the gym and work off some of my frustration. I had to take care of myself after she left and that shit only pissed me off. I don't know if it's because I was really feeling her or if maybe Nanny is right. All this dirt I've done is starting to catch up to me. Nah, I can't think like that. 
all the women I've played with over the years coming back to me over the one I could actually make forever plans with. Wait, hold up. I have to give myself a cerebral shake. What the hell was that? Did I really just consider a woman for my long-term future? Nah, I'm tripping. And just as I was about to second-guess myself, who appears? A fine-ass female. She's on the treadmill, running with her long ponytail swinging from side to side. Her ass and thighs are well-defined, arms are toned, waist cinched. I know the look of a woman who's wandered into the gym because either her girlfriends are clowning her, her man has stepped out on her, or she's looking to meet someone new. But this female, she's a regular. Not here, because I am, and I would have seen her before now. Nah, this some new booty. I glance around and notice the other fellas checking her out too. I snatch off my t-shirt and let the tats show. Do some bench presses. Just enough to sweat and allow my body heat to bring out my cologne without being funky. I make my move. I walk up to her and she keeps running, but her eyes are on the mirror in front of her, checking me out. I'm love. What's your name? I ask, wiping my face with my towel. Not that free gym shit, one of my personal monogram towels. She grins at me. Love? Really? Yeah. I shrug and I give her a big smile. It's my initials. I'm Lorenzo Valentino. I don't know you well enough to tell you what the O is for. This time she laughs out loud. I see niggas in the mirror go back to their workouts. We all know that if you can make a woman laugh, you're halfway there. Lola Fitzgerald. Nice to meet you, Lola. You're new in here. It's a statement, not a question. Lola lets her eyes roam over me freely. She likes what she sees. And you're a regular. It shows. Aw, hell. That's right. I lick my lips and give her the same up and down look. She bad. God damn, she bad. Badass and nice titties. My mind automatically compares her to Corinne, and I hate that shit because Corinne is perfection, which only means that I also find all the things this woman lacks. So, Lorenzo, she licks her lips slowly. You got a girlfriend? Not yet. I don't bat an eye when I answer. She pauses and then laughs. Don't you want to know if I have a boyfriend? Nah, not particularly. Oh, really? Really? And why is that? Because you're looking at me like you want to fuck, so he can't be that special if he exists. There's an art to knowing hitters when you see them. Looking at Lola, I see a woman who has absolutely no problem finding and keeping a man. She's fine as fuck, and she knows it. Niggas probably flock to her, so she's extra confident. She's also the type of woman who has a fucking dick dar. She can sniff out a punk-ass weak man from five miles away in her sleep. A woman like this wants someone who's confident. One that's not fucked up about walking away from her and not looking back. She likes a challenge. She likes to hunt. Know how I know? Because I do too. She laughs, and it's not as genuine as it was before. She's forcing it because she didn't expect me to be so blunt. I just happened to have an empty place on my roster, and her name would look good in that spot. What makes you think I want to fuck you? I move in close. Close enough to speak for her ears only without molesting her. I know you want to fuck me almost as bad as I want to fuck you because you keep looking at my dick. I lean back and look in her eyes. 
I bet you got a fat ass pussy too. Lola's mouth falls open and I see her nipples tightening under her top. I'm about to hit the showers. I back up off her and pull out one of my business cards. Not from work, but one of my player cards. The one that has my name, phone number, and some fake ass business name. Call me the next time he's not treating you right. I don't have a boyfriend, she rushes to say. In that case, call me tonight. I wink at her before I walk away. I chose one of the bathrooms at the end of the hall to shower and change. It's one of the things that attracted me to this gym. There are several small bathrooms instead of one large shower room. I go inside, lock the door, start the water, and begin to undress. As soon as I'm ready to step inside, someone knocks on the door. I look heavenward for strength. I don't want to have to bust one of these niggas in the head, but if it's some gay shit on the other side of this door, somebody's headed to the ER. I snatch the door open without bothering to cover up, and Lola is standing there. She takes a moment to let her eyes slowly maneuver down me, resting on my dick for a while before moving back up. Without a word, she steps inside and closes the door as steam fills the room. We don't need to talk. Ain't shit to say. I know why she's here, and she knows why she came. She pulls her shirt over her head and pushes her pants down. I back her up against the wall. My mouth clamps down over hers and our tongues dance. My hands are all over her. She's got some nice-ass titties. I reach around and unhook her bra, bend down, and take a nipple into my mouth. Ooh, shit. She reaches for my dick and jacks me slowly. Taste it. I offer her and take a step back. With no preamble, she drops to her knees and takes my pole down her throat. This bitch is a natural, and I start moving my hips in time with her head bobs. Hell yeah. She pulls off with a loud pop and goes underneath to lick and suck on my balls. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. I pull her back up after a few minutes and use my fingers to check her pussy. Her legs widen and I start fingering her slowly, taking her to the brink while I play with her breasts. When she's close to coming, I take my fingers away, strap up, lift her up, and brace her against the wall. I bring her down on my dick and she has to wiggle around a little to get me in. She's wet, but I'm thick. Ah! Her eyes widen and she grips my biceps as I stroke deeper and deeper inside of her. Lola is shaking her head back and forth in pure bliss and I would laugh if her tightness wasn't squeezing the fuck out of my dick. Grabbing her arms, I hold her in place and try to knock her through the damn wall. She loves every moment of it, sucking on my tongue and growling. She comes so hard I have to support her while I finish and when I'm done, I slowly ease her to her feet where she leans against me, breathing heavily. We share a shower. She gives me her number and I head home. Are you still up? Girl, good night. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. 
like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.